Hey y'all, what's going on? This is another Back to the Basics Brief. I'm not going to go through the whole song. Um, this is a serious Saturday. I hope that you all are doing well. This was one of those on-the-fly type of things. I was just, you know, on YouTube and I saw this advertisement. Um, I can't even remember what channel I was even looking at um, earlier this morning, but looks like season two of Hannah that is on Amazon Prime will be starting next month. Now, I'm not trying to give anybody any free advertisement but I will say this, that many of these series I mean, these people are literally telling us what is going to happen before it happens. And I know what some of you are probably saying, like, what do you mean? Is this another conspiracy theory? No. First of all, I am not a conspiracy theorist, but I find it very interesting that the movie Contagion that came out a few years ago, and now all of a sudden, what happens in late 2019, early 2020, 
the COVID-19, the crown royal virus. I mean, that movie, Contagion, was released a few years ago. I find that very interesting. So let me let me get into it. I'm going to take down some stuff. Let me take down this banner. I'm even going to take off, yeah, take off the brand and the banner. And now I'm going to start sharing the screen. I came across this article. Let me see. There we go. That should be the PDF. Let me move myself out of the way. So this is an article that was done by Indie Wire, and it's like a it's an independent uh, networking site, and the focus is you know film and you know Hollywood and things like that. So let me um, let me go back over here. So here we go. Hannah's season two trailer. Amazon Prime's thriller is back with a vengeance. Okay, this was written. Uh, the article is dated June seventeenth, and it was written by Mr. Tyler Hersko. Here we see Hannah with a gun. And if that triggered somebody, I do, hey, my apologies. This is not meant to trigger anyone. This is meant to educate. Here we go. I uh, highlighted certain words. So Hannah is coming back to Amazon Prime Video for season two and the series new trailer promises plenty of exciting action and drama as the... I'm going to skip that word. Protagonist seeks freedom from a wicked American government program. Notice the words I highlighted. The protagonist. Or I, as some would say, the hero seeks freedom from a wicked American government program. Just let that sink in. seeks freedom from a wicked American government program. Free dome. Y'all know where I'm getting with this. Free your dome. That mind. Let me keep going. This article is not long. The old tracks program has produced a whole, here we go, another word, contingent of highly skilled trainees. You know, shout out to the Information Man Speaks podcast for his recent broadcast that he did last night because he used the word when he really delved down into the history of these 
night riders, race soldiers, whatever you want to call them, he said that even particularly dealing with the history of the Civil War, he said that the South had a contingency plan. Meaning that they did more than just have a plan A and a plan B. They had more than just a primary and alternate plan. They had a contingency plan on what they were going to do as far as slavery. Because they know, you know, the, the South, you know, Lincoln knew what was up. The, the Southern states had succeeded from the Union. So he wanted it all back together. The shout out to the Information Man Speaks podcast because the, the word he used, contingency, that right there is telling you. Remember the Pace Plan? Season three, episode one. The PACE plan, primary, alternate, contingency, emergency. See, this is real. Some of y'all need to wake up and quit sleeping. But anyway, the All Tracks program has produced a whole contingent of highly skilled trainees whose development is about to reach the lethal second phase. Here we go. After their, after their relocation to the Meadows facility, these trainees find their restrictions lifted and glimpse the possibility of a new identity in the outside world. But this apparent, keyword, apparent freedom will come at a heavy price. Now look at the words I highlighted. Highly skilled trainees. And again, the program is these uh, trainees being trained to be assassins. Now, again, real interesting, the second phase, after their relocation to, to the Meadows facility, they find their restrictions lifted. So just because you think restrictions are lifted, and I'm not talking about just COVID-19, just because you think a law is passed or any type of legislation you see, that's just, you see, that's how these people operate. They make it appear that change is coming. Keyword that I said, they make it appear change is coming. Just because a law is passed does not mean anything. You know, there's a reason why I revisited the um, Nathaniel Woods case, because I got all up in that Alabama code. And you know what? Mrs. K. I. Ivory or whatever her name is, that governor of Alabama, the, even their criminal code was not upheld. That young man should be with us today. And not only that, his legal counsel led him to the gallows. He had a plea bargain option of 20 to 25 years of, of a life sentence without parole. But even in that, he, there's, a, there's a possibility that he could still be with us today if he had taken that plea bargain. And or if Alabama didn't have a super majority, meaning a 10 to 2 vote, 
in order to have someone executed. But this right here is, is deep. So just because restrictions may be lifted, not just, I'm not talking about just social distancing. I'm talking about laws, you know, legislation being passed. Possibility, keyword, of a new identity. You know, there's a lot of labels out here. You know, us as a human race, we really like to label things. We like to classify. We like to categorize. We don't, we don't like things that are unknown or unspecified. But let me keep going. But this apparent freedom will come at a heavy price. Key word, apparent freedom. You see, it just appears to be free. The appearance of freedom. I'm not going to get into all this because this is season two. And no, I will not be watching this. I will not. But, but we will explore the audio of the trailer later on in this, uh, in this broadcast which is a pre-recording. Look at the organization. L look at the adjective there. Ruthless organization she once trusted. So here we go. Hannah risked her freedom to rescue her friend. And then all, you know, all this goes on from the ruthless organization she once trusted. See, some of y'all think just because some people are wear simple, you know, wear a Pacific uniform, that somehow they may or may not be aware. Some of them are aware and they continue in that organization. And some people are aware and they are or may or may not be in the process of getting out. So I will say that sometimes, I'll say this, sometimes people are not aware of what's going on until they are already in the organization. Are you hearing me? And that person, unfortunately, is in a catch-22 because the people who are in the organization see them as the enemy. And then the people who are outside of the organization that see them wear the uniform also see them as an, an enemy. You see what I'm saying? That's that catch-22. There's a lot of individuals like that. But anyway, let me keep going. Hannah, who is the protagonist, the main character, begins to question her role in the larger context of Oltrax's assassin program and ultimately where she truly belongs. You see, this is the saving grace. Yes, there is a saving grace. There is a silver lining. Just because someone is a part of an organization does not mean that 
they necessarily sold their soul. The saving grace is, is that she begins to question the key word there, question her role in the larger context of the Ultra Assassins program. So she's questioning her, ro her role and where she truly belongs. So the key here, the key emphasis here is think for yourself. Think for ourself. Ask questions. And don't just ask questions. Ask for wisdom and understanding from the Most High. Ask for discernment from the Most High. You know, there's a time to speak and there's a time to be silent. And depending upon who it is, certain questions should not be asked. That's where discernment comes into play, to ask the most high for discernment, wisdom and understanding and knowledge. Because if an individual doesn't even know who the enemy is and if the enemy is not identified, and if that person asks certain questions, then they could be put at a disadvantage. But again, here, question her role where she truly belongs. So think for yourself, think for ourselves, ask questions. Let me keep going. Now, the key word here, this is what I highlighted. Season two trailer boasts plenty of scenes of the government's um, unwitting wards training to become merciless assassins. And Hannah will likely focus as on its heroine's quest for autonomy. Key word, autonomy. I did a live about autonomy. And autonomy matters. Autonomy is important in not just the professional aspect, but also personal. Become self-sufficient. There's nothing wrong with, you know, um, working in a group as far as being interdependent on someone. But codependency is bad. Autonomy is good. The best thing that I could say is to, to encourage not only you know myself, but everyone who will be watching and listening to this is be your own advocate. Like I said before in a previous live, as far as the black men who are out there, listen, don't even wait for the black woman to get her stuff together. As far as some of us, don't even wait for that. Be your own advocate. 
for the black women who are out there. Don't wait for some black men to get their act together. You must be your own advocate. Become as self-sufficient as possible. We are the 99%. The 1% need us. We don't need the 1%. As you can see, I did highlight the premiere date, but like I said, I will not be watching it. I have already watched the trailer and that is enough for me. So this is what I put as my note. And this really is the end of the article. What we watch matters. So again, anything that we, my goodness, see, hear, touch, taste, smell, All of that matters. All of our interaction, all of our interactions matter. Our brains are stimulated by almost everything and produce various brain waves. And then my question is, are we operating at a high frequency? So what I'm going to do now, this is the end of the article because then it goes into the, to the video. But again, I saved the article in um, Adobe. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop sharing the screen. Let me stop sharing the screen. And what I will do now is I will put back up the... Uh, what I had up earlier. And I will let you hear the trailer. Now, the trailer, I did put the link. I will be putting the link in the uh, description box. And I may even pin it to the comments. Because again, I don't still, I don't plagiarize. And I don't copyright infringe. Before I go any further, I will say this, and I will keep scrolling. None of my statements are endorsed by the, by the United States Army, Department of Defense, and or any other military branch, element, or government entity. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna have that continue to scroll, and I will put on the audio for you to hear from the trailer. Now the link will be in the description box. The trailer comes from actually Amazon, the Amazon Prime Video YouTube page. This trailer I think is about two minutes long. Where are we? The meadows. But where is that? I want to introduce you to our latest recruit. Some of you may remember her from a previous occasion, but I want you to erase that from your mind. It's not going to be like it was before. I'm going to give you a new life. 
Is it true you were taken away from us when you were very young? Yes. Well, you're one of us now. Perfectly refined military tools. So you make up their names, their families, and their pretend names. Yes, I do. Now notice, Hannah was speaking to a black woman. And she said that, oh, you make up their families and their pretend lives. You see that? A black woman. Well, I already have a name. You know none of this is real. They're training you to kill people. It's real to me. You think you understand what's happened to you? I bet you don't. Maybe it's time you realize who your family really are. Use full force. You heard what he said? Use full force. That's what happens to people when they are no longer under a spell when they are no uh, no longer being blindly led by whatever it may be. Real interesting how when she became conscious of what was really going on, when she finally separated the illusion from reality, then that's when people in the organization began to turn on her. That's the end of the trailer. So now, level of consciousness. Remember whenever I was talking about those brain waves? Here they are. Let me remove that. See that? These are the brain waves. Look at the frequency. Look at that. So the delta one to four, deep, dreamless sleep. So this would be considered like the non-REM sleep, the non-rapid eye movement. And then theta, four to seven, 
you relax, meditation. This could, uh, I do believe this one falls under the rim, you know, when someone's, you know, dreaming. Look at the alpha, eight through 12. Relaxed, calm, lucid, or, you know, luminous, radiant, brilliant, not thinking. I do believe when an individual practices mindfulness, when just let everything slow down and then just focus. It's amazing. I remember whenever I was in treatment at Rock Springs Behavioral Health Hospital, I was practicing mindfulness and I was just sitting there listening to myself breathe, trying not to think about anything. And then I happened to look out the window and I saw something I had not seen in years a beautiful hummingbird just flapping away. And that put me back at a very happy place. It put me back in childhood in my grandmother's garden. And then to top it off, a beautiful monarch butterfly came in close proximity to that hummingbird, beautiful monarch butterfly. It was orange. And I'm thinking to myself, my gosh, where have you been? Such a beautiful sight. And then when I really started to think about it, could it be, where have I been? Because I did not take the time to stop and just be still and appreciate my surroundings. Then we have the beta, the 12 through 30, the awake, you know, normal alert consciousness, normal conversation, even, you know, when a person debates or is doing research and then look at the gamma brainwave. Wow, peak performance and flow. Now I've been reading about the gamma rays and a person has to almost be in such a state of stillness and be quiet and still to reach this peak performance. And I know what some of you are thinking, well, come on back to the basics. You know, we can't always be operating at the gamma frequency. Well, of course, in that case, we wouldn't be sleeping. Yes, we pass through different levels of consciousness, not just physically, but also spiritually. 
I didn't want this one to be too long, but I did want us to think about certain things. We are all at different levels of consciousness. Some people, they say, you know, I'm awake. But you know, what I, I can truly say, and I'm going to tell the truth. There have been times in my life where I was in a deep sleep. I was lost. And then as I got older, thankful to the people that were around me, I can truly say I was in and out of consciousness. I was, I would be alternating between the alpha and the beta frequencies awake and in and not and then in that in that you know shallow sleep when you're just falling asleep I'd be like back and forth in between that and then there was times where I was in the delta I was in a deep sleep the reason why this trailer caught my attention is because there are times when, you know, I didn't really begin to really wake up and stay awake. And, you know, there were different periods of my life. I was in and out of consciousness, a level of consciousness, particularly whenever I was in college, because, you know, I had an opportunity to study abroad and to go outside of the United States, which actually helped me because then I was able to get away from all of, you know, America media. And I was able to, I was able to see America from a different perspective. I also had a chance to meet someone from Pakistan while on the way to Rome. And I'll never forget that one, this young lady, and it was very uncomfortable. This encounter happened March of 2008, a little over 12 years ago. I was 21 years old, about to turn 22. And it was, you know, during spring break. And I said, you know what, let, let, let me go to Rome, Italy. I've always wanted to go see Rome you know, a city of a lot of history. And I wanted to see the, uh, the Vatican, the Colosseum, and many other things. The great statue, who was it? Hercules, that is also in the Vatican. And there's also an, an Egyptian room that has all the artifacts taken from Africa, of course. <laughs> but that was very uncomfortable. I remember that train left from Geneva, Switzerland at 9.36 PM. And let me tell you, them Switzerland trains, they run on time. 9.36 PM, that train was, 
it was already moving. So if you was not on the train, then you're just going to have to get another ticket. I get on the train at 9.36. You know, there was an individual. He checked my, he checked my ticket. I showed him my passport, my American passport. And then I go to the cabin because it was an overnight train. So from Geneva, Switzerland to Rome, Italy was about a 12 hour train ride. So 9.36, that meant about 9.30 the next day, we would be arriving in Rome, Italy. I open up the cabin. I look up and as soon as we made eye contact, it was very uncomfortable. She was there, I remember her. She was wearing glasses and she had her burqa on. We made eye contact, I sat down and we just sort of just made eye contact, which seemed like forever. And I was just about to break the ice and then she broke it for me. And I'm gonna paraphrase what she said. She said, oh, you must think I'm a terrorist. And I looked back at her and I said, oh, well, what do you think about this Yankee from America that just goes around policing the world, but yet we don't hold ourselves to our own standards? So then after we broke the ice, <laughs> we had a very interesting, extensive conversation. I do not believe that meeting, that encounter was by accident. I also had a chance to meet other individuals. One individual I met, he was uh, actually from Kenya. And another young lady I met was from Zimbabwe. And I tell you, th those were just three of the encounters that I had, but it was worth it. It was worth coming out having a chance to go out of the country and see just a little bit of the world. And that's the thing. See, this is about freeing our dome. And me, you know, for the people who want to brag that they are awake, well, you know what? That Okay, good for you. But remember that life is a very interesting journey and that there are periods where an individual can be awake they can they they could be they could be uh going back and forth between beta and alpha and then going to delta and then all of a sudden they they may go back up to alpha then beta beta and then there are times where where they reach that gamma frequency and i do believe that they reach that with the help of the most high Now I know what some of you are, are may say, well, you know, I'm atheist or I'm agnostic or whatever. Look, those are labels. Um, 
I myself, I do read and study from the King James Version of the Bible, but I also read and study from the Sefer Bible and don't think I haven't taken a look at the Torah or the Quran because I have. You see, I needed to go outside of the 66 books of the Bible. Don't get it twisted because I grew up studying the King James Version of the Bible with my grandmother. But at the same time, I understand that certain people have an opinion that, you know, the Bible is a tool of indoctrination. Oh, of course. It can be used as a tool of indoctrination, but so can every other sacred text. And this is no disrespect to the Quran or to the Torah or the Talmud or to anyone who is practicing the eightfold path as far as Buddhism, Hinduism, Confucianism, whatever type of ism. It doesn't matter. Those are labels. Spirituality is such a a broad and deep. It's so broad and deep. I mean, the length, width, and height of it is, it's, it's infinite. Me personally, I don't care about the labels. The, I mean, does it really matter if I'm a Hebrew Israelite or if I'm some Southern Baptist, whatever, whatever, e- evangelical, blase, blase, um, Roman Catholic, um, you know, does it really, really matter about all that? If I'm a Buddhist or if I, you know, practice Wiccan or, you know, if I just do my own thing, it, 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 it would be like me, like disrespecting um an elder over there you know in africa or something like um mapomba uh what's his name maponya uh joshua or somebody like that who's been around for many years and who also knows our history Spirituality is just one of those things. It's very broad and deep. But the main point of this was, you know, to focus on level of consciousness. There's going to be times in our life where I do believe that we're not always going to be awake. I mean, look at all the distractions around in our world. Look at at all the distractions. I'm going to take this off the screen. And just remember, none of my statements are endorsed by the United States Army, Department of Defense, and or any other military branch element or government entity. But I'm going to take this down.
you know, it's been a minute since I've just came on camera and just had a conversation. I didn't want this one to be too long. But whenever I watched that, that Hannah season two trailer, it just really was to me predictive programming. It really was like these people are already telling us, they're already telling us before it happens of what they plan to do, what they intend to do. Now, some people may disagree. Okay. Hey, I encourage you question everything. The key is to question and ask questions, you know, ask for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, ask for discernment. That's important. But uh, just, just looking, getting back to this right here, we had to really pay attention to the strategy of the enemy because the oppressor the father of lies is attacking from all eight directions. Oh, it's not just north, uh, north, south, east, and west. It's also northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest. The enemy is attacking from all eight directions. We have to maintain situational awareness. And we have to, you know... Have to maintain situational awareness. Maintain situational awareness, stay focused. Now, and even though we may not always be awake, operating at the uh, the beta level, we just have to write things down and remind ourselves and self-reflect. That's what's so great about meditation, you know, and being still and practicing mindfulness. Be surprised what things can, uh, that we, we, we can actually remember. But I think that some of us who think that we have arrived because we are awake, you know, there's always that chance with all of the distractions and the narratives and the labels that are out here that we could be lulled right back to sleep and go right back into a delta or alpha level of consciousness. Always that chance. Could easily go back to the delta, the alpha, the theta, Again, level of consciousness, it's, it's not just a set thing. It's fluid. It changes. And I think, you know, that was the, one of the reasons why I did that video talking about our ego. It wasn't just my, uh, your ego. It was my ego, too. You know, arrogance is also a fatal flaw. An individual becoming conceited could also 
be the beginning of that person's demise or downfall. And that's where it gets dangerous. Balance is important. Having a healthy ego, remember, is important. Not unhealthy ego, but a healthy ego. And also being self-aware of our of our of our level of consciousness. Y'all know I'm long-winded, but I had to get up here and say what I had to say. I'm going to take all this down. So we just, you know, I'm here on YouTube. I'm here for a reason. I'm not here for any nonsense or foolishness. That's not what I'm here for. I encourage you to question everything. I encourage you to think for yourself and be your own advocate. As far as your opinion about me being asleep or me being a conspiracy theorist, that's not important. That right there is just, that's low hanging fruit. It's not really gonna solve any problems. Only thing I can do as a sister is encourage you to think for yourself. Don't be blindly led even by this. Oh yeah, I read this too. Yeah, I read and study that, I sure do. But that's not the only book that I read and study. You see, this book also says that our people perish for lack of knowledge. It also says that too. But that will be for a Bible study at another time. So I'm going to turn this camera off. I'm going to put this back on. And I'm about to roll up out of here. I'm going to play the remainder of the song. And I'm going to go. First of all, I love you as a sister. I love you as a sister. I pray that the Most High be with you to protect you, lead, and guide your footsteps. Again, none of my statements are endorsed by the United States Army, Department of Defense, and or any other military branch, element, or government entity. I thank you for being here, for bearing with me for this time. And with that, I'm going to play a little bit of music and then I'm going to leave. And also a special shout out to the Information Man Speaks podcast and all those other YouTubers. I know the Underrated Darkness, the Great Black Shark. Um... Just remember to let's support each other because to me, I'm here. I am called by the most high to be an advocate for our people. That is why I'm here and I'm serious.
when he called me, I was, I was, whew, I, I ain't even gonna lie. I was afraid. And I doubted that it was even him calling me. But this is what he said what to do. He told me to support black businesses. And he told me to be an advocate for our people. He didn't tell me to be a pimping pastor. He didn't tell me to put a price tag on the gospel or to rob his people. He told me to be an advocate for our people. And as a black woman, that's difficult because there are some black men who will not listen and there are and there are some black women who will not listen but i'm here i will be covering in a later broadcast about what is ministry and let me tell you something ministry is not just preaching behind a pulpit what that doctor did that information man covered what he was about to do. He was about to go out to the homeless. He had his van already loaded up. To seek and assist the homeless and then look who showed up. A police car. And he almost got taken away. But it's a good thing that his spouse was home and she advocated on his behalf. You see, that gentleman was not a preacher. He was a doctor and he was in the process of conducting ministry. And with that being said, I'm about ready to get up out of here.
You all have a blessed day. I'm gone.